Welcome to the globaltqm.com podcast, where we teach e-commerce business owners how to source the best products from China, negotiate with Chinese manufacturers, navigate Chinese business culture, and grow your business to seven figures and beyond. David Hoffman is the founder and CEO of globaltqm.com, your team on the ground in China. With over 25 years of experience doing business in China, David and his team at GlobalTQM.com have the know-how and experience to overcome any challenge you'll face sourcing and manufacturing in China. When sourcing from China, how do you actually get what you want? The key is effective communication, and in this episode, David tells you exactly how to do it. I generally break this up into five key bullet points. I'll talk about each one separately. The first and most important point is the famous saying, inspect what you expect. And that's critical. If you expect something to happen, you're going to have to check it and inspect it at the end of your order cycle. So when the goods are produced, you have to inspect the goods, in, whether it's physically in the factory or via other methods, by email, photos, whatever the case may be. If you expect it, you must inspect it because you can't expect what you don't inspect. Next point is put in the purchase order or order bomb as we call it. If it's not in the purchase order, it doesn't exist. We've created what we call an order bomb, which is very, very much an extended purchase order, which ensures every instruction, every specification, every requirement that is, that is discussed or needed is included in your purchase order. The very simple rule of thumb is if you expect to get it, then make sure it's in the purchase order. If you follow that philosophy, then you will avoid a lot of complications and potential problems and remove a lot of risk down the road. Adding things to the purchase order after it's signed off is often very acceptable. It's critical to have one frame of reference that encompasses all discussions, instructions, and requirements. Fragmented information through chains of emails, Skype chats, etc. is not effective and the information is filtered down to different departments in the factories and is not always filtered down correctly. So you're helping yourself and you're helping the manufacturer by including all details in your purchase order or order bomb as this will make sure that the right departments get the right information. Do you have any questions for David? Got any topics you'd like us to cover? If you need answers to your China sourcing challenges, all you have to do is leave us a review on iTunes. Include your comment along with your business's name and website URL. And we'd be happy to create special episodes just for you, our valuable listeners. And now back to the podcast. Here's how to overcome any language barrier between you and your manufacturer and avoid getting caught off guard by commercial acronyms and jargon. To ensure all parties understand all the instructions, specifications, and requirements, you must get the manufacturer to sign back your purchase order. If they won't sign it back, it means they most likely don't agree to some term or some condition. And that's why it's important to have everything in your purchase order or order bomb and get it signed off. Um, making somebody sign something gives them accountability. Often, Order bombs or purchase orders can be updated into the order process as certain conditions or requirements are discussed in more detail. That's not uncommon. And when this happens through strings of email or conversation or Skype or WhatsApp or WeChat, 
make sure it always gets translated back into a new into the purchase order. It gets updated, gets circulated, and signed off. Adopting this practice will save a lot of problems down the line, and don't be shy to do it. There is nothing more powerful than visual mediums. They say a picture's worth a thousand words, and the expression show me is much more powerful than tell me. As there are language barriers, it's easy to misunderstand each other, to misinterpret each other, and it's very common to get confirmations and affirmations that things are well understood and very clear, only to find down the road that it's com- it was completely misunderstood or misinterpreted. Fighting this is not going to resolve your problem. It happens. Is the language barriers? Is communication differences in cultural differences understanding? So, the best is to no matter how long it takes to say show me through pictures, through drawings, through designs to make sure you can see things very clearly. The next point is language and terminologies. Language barriers exist, and this creates. Words that mean have one meaning to us do not have the same meaning to um, to the Chinese, and terminologies can often be misunderstood as well. So make sure you are familiar with your acronyms. If suppliers are using acronyms or abbreviations or short terms, don't be shy to ask. Can you explain what that means? Can you what what exactly does that mean? Can you sp- can you explain it to me? Don't be shy. It's rather you clear and understand it perfectly. Terminology and acronyms are used in shipping, in quality control, in engineering, um, even in commercial terms. So if you're unsure, make sure you understand it. For example, changing just your terms from FOB to XWorks is a simple minor thing that could appear in a purchase order, but completely changes the cost dynamic to you because XWorks means the product is going to be produced at that price um, and or good or remain at the factory to be collected by yourself. If they're quoting to you FOB, that means free on board, which means the supply included in the prices include the cost of transport of the goods to the port onto the ship. So these, anytime you see an acronym, make sure you understand what it means. And if you don't know, Google it, search it, ask somebody or simply ask the manufacturer. The language barriers are extended in this regard as words like packaging, labeling, gift boxes, pop labels, etc., etc. Um, there are industry-specific words that's used for common things. And if you're unsure or use the incorrect one, um, people, you'll often get the incorrect result. Again, best is to ask more detail and go visual versus verbal if in doubt. Thank you for listening to the globaltqm.com podcast. So you don't miss a single episode, remember to subscribe to our show on iTunes. We'd also be very grateful if you'd leave us an honest rating and review. And don't forget to download your free gift, our ebook on China sourcing for startups at globaltqm.com slash gift.